right now it's obvious that is Adam back is uh, obvious that he's receiving money and it's obvious that Bitcoin is going to get controlled by companies who serving government directly. You know, they're like the sole BlackRock is the sole defense contractor of the U.S. government. By the way, we all love U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, for, for the, the record, record, I don't know. My, my my last video got banned from YouTube, so I'm hoping this we don't do two in a row. Otherwise, I might lose my channel here. Monero Talk is sponsored by Cake Wallet, a trustless open source wallet that gives you the keys to your crypto. Invoice, donate, and trade your Monero with peace of mind, peace of cake. And by. StealthyX, an instant exchange where privacy is a top concern. Go to StealthyX.io to instantly exchange between Monero and 450 plus assets without having to create an account or register and with no limits. Making StealthyX a simple way to purchase Monero with crypto anonymously. Monero Talk is also made possible from contributions by viewers and listeners like you. And supporting us is easier than ever by typing in monerotalk.crypto in your monero.com or cake wallet send address field to send us a tip. This week on Monero Talk. Douglas Tuman interviews Nima Boheri, a cybersecurity expert who has investigated on who Satoshi Nakamoto is and claims with nearly 100% certainty that it is Adam Back. The two discuss how Nima came to this conclusion and why he thinks it matters that the Satoshi Nakamoto mystery is solved. Nima also talks about how no cryptocurrency currently on the market is totally untraceable and that with his skills he could create one, but why he doesn't want to. They then talk about the current capabilities of chain analysis to track Monero and if it's possible that the government is hiding their capabilities to track people for the time being, the current state of America, and much more. Monero Talk starts now. All right, Nima, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. Douglas, how's it going? Not much, man. I'm excited for this one. Uh, Kiko told me to reach out to you. He was, uh, we were hanging out at Monerotopia in Prague this summer. Uh -huh. He's like, yo, he's like, you got to talk to this guy, Nima. He's uh, a super hacker, a sleuth. No, not not, not yet, not yet. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, and he's, uh, you know, he he's he's got some uh, good evidence on uh, who on who Satoshi Nakamoto is, and he makes a good case for it. And uh, apparently, I think you know some things about Monero as well. So I wanted to bring you on. Thank you, man. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. I, I really appreciate that. I mean, you're the first person in the United States that reach out and ask, uh, ask for to publish, you know? Uh, yeah. I was, I was totally banned on every uh, major news network, you know, people like running away from me. Like, it's like, thank oh, like, With the reveal, with the reveal. With the reveal, yeah. Once, yeah. once I had the reveal, I, from, I become... Uh, an enemy from an immigrant, like I was favorite immigrant, you know, and then now I become the enemy. <laughs> well, before you tell us who Satoshi Nakamoto is, tell us who Nima is, as much as you're willing to reveal, obviously. Yeah, no. Um, so for people who never heard about me, um, I started my hacking journey uh, back in 
uh, early 2000. I was part of the group uh, of rootkit.com. I had a, uh, I was I was a software developer. I made a, a, a security tool uh, for hacking, and it was open source called Chaz Network Security Scanner. Uh, I ran a lot of uh, de uh, developed a lot, a lot of uh, features on that. It's open source. It was uh, available until rootkit.com ha got hacked. Uh, and if you search, you still can find it on uh, underground forums and forums. And basically, it gave you a lot of uh, devices to to be able to hack network, uh, remote hacking, NTLM, MD5 password crackers, uh, send uh, uh, malicious or you know um, commands to the, your server to check if you're vulnerable or not. Uh, and then I started my own company, uh, UOVD Security. We're making uh, anti-malware technologies. Uh, in 2011, I decided to move to the United States. Uh, and then I got the job as a Dell security, cybersecurity in uh, uh, United States. And I immigrated to the United States. Uh, and I had it for seven and a half years as a senior cybersecurity. My whole life is was about cybersecurity, so I was working on the research and development for uh, the cybersecurity. So basically, I, I shouldn't open up any of the links that you send me. <laughs> oh, no, you're welcome. These are good links. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no if bad you links. Want, if you wanted to, you could, really, you could really fuck with me if you wanted to, is what you're saying. You, uh, you, let, me, let me explain to you how did I, uh, you know, I was tr trying to send emails to these people. When, when I re revealed about Satoshi Nakamoto, yeah. uh, I was trying to find, I find some email addresses and I wanted to know if this email addresses is correctly connected to someone. And uh, I malfunction a link and I send it under the email when I send it to them. They even have to open the link, the iOS app or Android app that they have to process the link and it, it will tell me where they are looking at, where they are living at right now. Without them even opening the link? Without even opening it. Because they're not <laughs> opening it. The software, the software uh, is opening it. And I can tell them where where is where they are looking at. Holy shit. They, 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 need, they need to be on the VPN server in now, order to not. You did this when you were sending out the information about the information. And, and I wanted to see who is opening it, you know? And then I find out the the Gavin Andreessen, he unsubscribed. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you want to do that? You know, you, you lie to the world, you know, like big. Did you see the the video the Russian YouTuber made about me? No. He he it's on, it's on my channel. It's on my channel and he perfectly explained that what's going on. Like he he did this better than myself because he went through all my documents and everything and he says, "Yeah, you know, remember Gavin Anderson was saying in 2010 I saw it and and I joined and I uh, Satoshi gone, I came and there was a file is compiled it was in the Gavin Anderson, uh, uh, the, 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 the package, the develop, when they developed the first version of the Bitcoin after Satoshi left. Mm -hmm. The file is from 2009. 
Oh, I did watch that video. I think I did watch that video. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the fight is from 2009. Like how Jishu got involved in two, May 2010 when the file is compiled on your computer, which your team that you claim they were nowhere near Satoshi. And I was the sole per- person who was talking to Satoshi Nakamoto. You know, so wait, let, let's get to it. Let's, we might as well get to it. So who is Satoshi Nakamoto and why are you so confident that you know who it is? Adam Back, he himself. And there are um, uh, many evidence that he shows that he developed. First of all, he's set of a skill. Like you need to have someone who has the skill of uh, writing a patent. The second is Adam Back himself. He's not a good developer. You cannot show me one of his, like, what Adam Back did in terms of research, I mean, in terms of development. Mm. Well, hash, hash. He did the hash, right? That's, that's one project. Like, like, I'm younger than him, and I had at least five other free, six other free projects and many other sub-projects. He were not, he was, he is not a good developer. Uh, he was only good on the paper, you know? He's good on the paper, but he cannot code. That's why you, I don't know if you, have you ever uh, used the first version of the Bitcoin? No, like the native client. It's buggy, it's shitty as F. Like you can't even use it. It's full of bug. It was crashing multiple times. And this is because it developed on Linux, you know, it's developed on 2.56, the one that I, I showed, I compared the DLLs, like, hey, look at this DLL from Hashcash and look at this DLL from first version of the Bitcoin. Okay. And if you if you notice, if you, if you go check the Bitcoin website right now, you cannot find those versions. They removed it. And mm. you know how did I find it? I downloaded it from VirusToto. From where? VirusToto. Oh, like a back thing? Like yeah, the virus total. If you have the MD5, hmm. you can look for it and you can download the old versions. That's how I come to the this conclusion. It's like, okay, I have access to virus total. I have this MD5. I'm gonna download these files and I'm gonna compare with them. I'm gonna compare these files with each other. And I wrote a tool that is going through the hash hashes. Mm-hmm. The, M- 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 uh, the executable hashes and then you can compare and you see they're there they're there you can't like satoshi nakamoto aka adam back adam back used the so rare version of uh, uh the c on linux that it makes it so rare you cannot find any other <laughs> What are the two things that you compared, though? You said you compared. The, so which the, the hash DLL, the a DLL from Hashcash. Okay, which we know. DLL, is. Yeah, right. and the DLL from the first, second, and third version of Bitcoin. Oh, okay. Three different version of the Bitcoin has the same DLL that Hashcash does. And he was trying to like make me confused. He was like, hey, I released the uh, Bitcoin in this version. I was like, no, I'm not talking about that version. I'm talking about version 2.6. So you, so you basically know with confidence that the same computer was used for compiling both of those. Exactly. Uh, you and, know, and what degree of confidence do you have there? Is, is it like, is this 100%. like anybody can look at this that knows what they like, knows the yeah. stuff? Like, yeah, this is well, well, the thing is the knowledge of um, uh, the crypto, uh, the, the knowledge of 
knowing about the executables, it's not available on the internet that you can go read. I didn't know that when I joined Dell Cybersecurity. I learned all this stuff in the when I joined Dell Cybersecurity, okay? And they tell you that uh, the sheets, there are cheat sheets that if you, I shouldn't say that, I'm sorry, but because this is highly patented. Okay. You have a cheat sheet and ignore what I said. I don't, don't want to get to the legal <laughs> problem. Okay. They gave you cheat well, sheets. It's, and patented, it's, it's public information, it's, right? But it, no, this is, this is patented and it's, it, uh, this is not patented. I'm sorry. This is not okay. patented. Okay. But they, they gave you cheat sheet and I and 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 basically you can tell which executable file uh, made by which uh, language. If it's compiled by C++, it's compiled by Visual Basic. It's compiled by JavaScript or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, um, basically like that. C sharp, C++. So I, I gotta say, like. I'm not. I'm not surprised it's Adam back, right? I don't think anybody really listens to this show or that's been in crypto for long enough. Be like, oh yeah, okay, he was one of the top, whatever, top five. Oh, yeah, top five. Um, why do you think it's it's so important to actually determine who it is, or do you think it's important, or were you it just important? Shittin's giggles. It it is important because right now he's involved on the very uh, uh, big part of. Uh, uh, Bitcoin network. He's it, and he has. He hired at at one time. He hired seventy five percent of the Bitcoin developers. Like blockchain. You're talking about blockchain. Yeah, right? like, don't you, yeah, like don't you think is this is important? Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm just asking these questions to get the. Get, yeah, you know, I want to hear your side of the story here. Yeah, yeah, is is yeah. it is important? Like you know, when I sold my bitcoin when uh i i received an email from brian armstrong the the ceo of the coinbase and he says let's work with the government and make sure that bitcoin can be legal i was like "Fuck, i'm gonna sell all. and i sold it everything i had on 50,000. 50,000. 50,000. so you're you you brian armstrong yeah, like, like this motherfucker <laughs> the Bitcoin came to the market because we don't want to work with the government. You know, I'm going to sell everything. And I sold. I swear. Well, shit, I, shit, man. I, I ran for Congress here in New York with yeah, the yeah, yeah, I know. helping I, out Monero. I, I, but yeah. I hear you. You're, but, you're, but, you're a cypherpunk. Are you a cypherpunk? Yeah. Believe in the cypherpunk ideals? Well, what's your, like, what's I, your personal? I, I'm, I believe in humanity, man. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I believe. Okay. And I remember Sean Hannity actually talked to you when you were running. When you were running. Yeah, 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 he did. He did. I, yeah. You yeah. see, I told you, I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to Google away. You, you didn't have yeah. to hack anything for that. That's, 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 uh, yeah. Yes, of course. So, hmm. So, all right. So it reveals potential. All right. Let's, let's say it is Adam back with 100% certainty. Um, I mean, so does that, that, that changes your opinion of Bitcoin itself? Like you said, you sold, you sold when you saw that kind of Bitcoin was selling out here. It's looking to bend the knee to the regulators, work with governments. Yeah. What, what is your current impression of Bitcoin, the Bitcoin project, given what you know, given that you know it's, it's Adam back and Blockstream that basically. Um, well, I saw the, the big, uh, um, fund company BlackRock and Vanguard they're interested on that and is immediately it's a red flag when you see a, a big financial uh, companies are trying to get into that um, and 
that's obviously it was end of the Bitcoin. So do you what do you think like kind of the end game is? Like what what's what's your theory with Blockstream and where things are headed? What 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 are they trying to do? What are they trying to achieve? Um this is a really good question. But the thing is when the Bitcoin introduced, they wanted to make something that is government doesn't have any control of it, no right. government control. Which uh, was, in your words, Adam Back. So at some point yeah. he changed and he's like no longer a cypherpunk or something or like yeah. sold out? Yeah. And then now they say, well, if you want to have a Bitcoin, now we can give you a Bitcoin, but you have to have your own papers. You know, you have to have a paper, you have to have your ID. Oh, this is not the Bitcoin. I also want to be independent. I don't want to big financial com uh, companies like BlackRock and Vanguard go after the Bitcoin, you know, so that's another red flag. And the third thing is just this network, the Bitcoin network doesn't have a, a expandability. Like Monroe has expandability, the network can grow. Bitcoin doesn't have that, you know. Monero, so, yeah. yeah, Monero, sorry. I, I, you, I guess you're referring that. to uh, the dynamic block size? Yeah, the dynamic block size, yeah, so... Yeah, so you think that's kind of a fundamental problem with Bitcoin? That it, it, it is, it's, yeah. It's, it, can, it can only, like, let's say one day they wanted to, everyone wanted to use Bitcoin. This The, the network doesn't have the capability to expand. It only can do, like, 4,000 uh, transaction. I don't know, per, I forgot. It was yeah, well, not, or, not, not enough to handle the world. Yeah, yeah, not enough. And then they say, well, we're going to do DeFi or lighting. It was like, okay, yeah, yeah but yeah. then you can see the, all the transactions and the transaction happens in your computer, just like we do that, the same thing in the Bank of America. Right, we're, we're back to square one of them. Yeah, point. back to where, to where we are. Like, so why, do you, why do you think Adam Back was on board for this then? Like, why wasn't he like, all right, let's, let's, let's increase the block size. I mean, he invented Bitcoin, right? We're assuming he invented Bitcoin. Uh -huh. Do you think from day one, he really didn't have cypherpunk ideals? It was always like, or like, was it nefarious things from day one? Or it just naturally transitioned to that way and he got influenced by people with a lot of money and investors or like, how, how do you think things went down? Um, well, I know this is all speculation, but I'm, I'm just trying to, no, I mean, know, a point of view. I like, because I wanted to explain to you something like I funded my own company because no one funded me. Mm. Okay? I invested my own. I started my own company with all my money. I never borrow money from anybody else. And I spoke with over 100 people to get the money. I was talking with this guy for $5 million. I called him with this guy for $10 million. No, I couldn't even get $200,000 from my, my own company. Uh, somehow, Adam Back, that no one knows, he never had any, uh, you know, like, a really achievement, got $200 million. It's because you're wearing those sunglasses. Man. Nobody's going to trust you with know, those right? sunglasses. <laughs> Two hundred million dollars. Well, wait, but hold on. He, I mean, he invented hash cash, right? Which was mentioned in the Bitcoin white paper. So if you're if you're gonna do a startup with somebody Bitcoin related, you're gonna know like this guy obviously has skills. He's obviously he may be Satoshi Nakamoto. So why why wouldn't they want to invest in him? You know? I, I don't know how many. I don't know. How, I don't know how many billionaire or millionaire friends do you have? Um, but I have plenty, and they don't. They don't spend money 
on shit. If if the, if the, if, the, if, the, if we're, like someone gets it, like oh, remember? Yeah. So you're saying that they were willing, so willing to the give this guy hundred million because they knew yeah, he was definitely. And the guy was said that the the team dropper. He says why people in Malta and Jebra like. Like randomly, you talk about Malta and Adam back is resident of Malta, so you, he he spent money on it. Right, right, right. And it was it was it was it was a done deal. When I was trying to get the the be in the touch with the team dropper house, and then when I heard about this Bitcoin thing, I haven't received any feedback from them. Like it's I didn't receive any email. Like I'm trying to reach out to them. It's like about projects. Like hey, can I come to the team dropper house right, <laughs> in right. Texas? And so I know I'm kind of repeating myself here, but I really want to understand. So why do you think it's damning, though, to know that it's Adam back? Because now you're saying it shows that Bitcoin isn't the cypherpunk thing anymore, that they're just Mm -hmm. they're just trying to co-opt it with Blockstream. Like, what what is your theory? Like, why is it really so damning? Like, so what? It's Adam back and he's running Blockstream. Who cares? It's still Bitcoin. It's still open source. Like, why is it such a damning thing? Because to know? now, now a lot of people think they're fooled. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, if the okay. story is, if if, if everyone believes, and if the, all these big network companies that they silence me and I send my story to them, I show them, hey, like, this is a certification they have, like, I'm Nima Bagheri, you know? Like, those people... Uh, who used to come when when I was in Sonicwall, you know, these people covering our articles like day after day, like all this coverage, the malwares that I were finding and we, we uh, uh, releasing the papers about this new malware came out. These are new finding all these cybersecurity corporations. Uh, they were covered like, oh, my God, Nemo, thank you so much. This is so cool. They just published. And then when I reach out to them again, as a person, as a single person, not on their name of the Del Sonic Wall anymore, they're like, oh, we're not going to respond to this guy. Oh, you've, what? You did on Satoshi? Oh, fuck you. You know, this guy is the CEO of the Rapid7. Uh, what's his name? He, uh, the, the hacker guy. Uh, I forgot his name. Um, do you remember the guy who plays piano? He's in. He's oh, McAfee. McAfee? No, 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 not McAfee. No, no, no the, the Rapid 7. Oh, Rapid 7. I don't know Rapid 7. Rapid, Rapid 7? What's his, what's his name? I forgot. By the way, he, he blocked me on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, like, we were friends for, like, I don't know, like 10 years, I think. Min- Monero Talk, we're an open platform, you know? Yeah, we, yeah. It's we, like, we, we, we like controversy. Like, he blocked me. And he was, he was part of the group Black Lives Matter. Like, he. Literally says Black Lives Matter on the top, but you know, when it comes to like, yeah, hey, you exposing, <laughs> I don't know, just block this guy. <laughs> You're talking too much. Yeah, it's it's great. It's crazy. So shit, wait, I had a like a kind of decent question, and I'm, I'm I just lapsed it. Um, so Adam back, let's say he's Satoshi Nakamoto. We're reve- you know, you're revealing it. So you're you're saying it's. It, it's damning because because we know that like Satoshi actually exists and it's a real person and it should be known. And if the world knows that, you think it's going to change? I mean, people will still treat Bitcoin like Bitcoin, no? Like what, what's going to no, change? It, I think, and, I think and is it, it even it, possible? It really like, you're, you're proving it, right? Let's say let's say you've proved it with the hundred percent, right? But uh-huh. I mean, 
I guess there could be an argument that just because he compiled it doesn't make him the career. But I, I don't know. There could be arguments there. But I guess my point is people might there's there might be a certain sector of society that's always in denial because they, and also because they want to spread this this rumor that oh we will never know who Bitcoin oh Satoshi is like even if Adam back came out and said I'm Satoshi people would be like ah he's just he's the he turned into an old man he's he's got he's gone crazy like and like still people would just go along like we'll never really know like yeah. even like I feel like it's at that point where it's like because you know, gonna be people making money off of it you know like they um I don't know if do you have any friends or do you have any family who are addicted to drugs? No, thank you. No. Knock on Not really, okay. no. But but if if you talk with someone who is suffering from a drug illness, yeah, uh, I, I I lost a cousin to drugs. Mm. Um, he, he's on always on denial that he's sure he's, he has a problem. Yeah, and people with the Bitcoin is like that. You know, <laughs> they had the money they invested in. Till here. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's such a religion that they'll still yeah. be like, it's like, you know? Yeah, it's like this guy, like my cousin who passed away, he spent like $100,000 on drugs. You know, he passed away 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. Um, and he always on denial. He's, he's, he says that, hey, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any problem. I don't have drug problems. You know, drug cannot affect on my body. And motherfucker, you died. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck you want to do? Yeah, no, people it's, are Bitcoin right now. It's like, oh no, we don't care. Who just like is yeah, no. like, dude, you fooled by someone, you know? Internet wasn't big at the time that people will go investigate and people believed it. And it was a good story, and people buy it. And now you are invest a hundred thousand dollars and you don't want to come back. You don't want to come back. Like you do, like you know, when Eternos happened and people invested nine hundred million dollars. Team, team Dropper himself, he, he came to talk. He was like, oh, I think it's great. We're going to invest on this project. It's like, dude, this guy, this girl, he's trying to be a next Steve Jobs. It turns out it is full of fake. Same thing with the FTX. Well, yeah. FTX was a smart, Sam Beck Freeman was a, was a smart to lobby $40 million here and there, you know? <laughs> and you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Receive the money. I, I don't know. I don't necessarily see it as being nefarious that he wanted to hide who he was. And yeah, I mean, if you launch Bitcoin or Monero, wouldn't you want to hide who you are? Because it gives you added security and it secures add, add security to the network. So it's not as I, easy. I can to- make something to be fully secure and not be hacked by any government agency, but I don't think I will survive the next day I will launch it. Right, exactly. So wouldn't you want wouldn't you want to stay anonymous? I would I would want it to stay anonymous. Yeah. So then why are we criticizing Adam back for wanting to stay anonymous? Well, it has nothing to do with that. He's he's okay. right now open book. Like he's he's being an from being anonymous, he turns himself to an investor who received over four hundred million dollars right now. That's the problem. Yeah, but I don't necessarily see that as a as a problem. Like, I don't like the whole block stream thing. I don't like that. You know, Bitcoin essentially uh, is being controlled by Blockstream, arguably, and now they're moving transactions to Lightning Network and they're moving fees over there. I don't like any of that. I don't think that's good for Bitcoin. Uh-huh. Um, but the fact that Adam Back was trying to maintain his anonymity, I don't think, is a problem. 
I think you you made a point in one of the videos I was listening to you where you said the issue might be with the fact that he was working for IBM when he uh, Microsoft. Microsoft for micro if he is in fact Satoshi, he was working for Microsoft when he created it. Uh-huh. And now if he admits that he or if it's found out that he is Satoshi, that they may have an argument that they own his work product and kind of like own yeah. the intellectual property behind Bitcoin. Or yeah, that, that that could be one one of the legal reason that he wanted to, but but at the end of the day, I think right now it's obvious that is Adam back? Is uh, obvious that he's receiving money, and it's obvious that Bitcoin is gonna get controlled by companies who serving government directly. You know, they're like the sole. BlackRock is the sole defense contractor of the U.S. government. By the way, we all love U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, for, for the, the record. record, I don't know. My, my my last video got banned from YouTube, so I'm hoping this we don't do two in a row. Otherwise, I might lose my channel here. Oh, um, not. Yeah, no, no, no. You, I will download say, it. I will download it. You say whatever you <laughs> yeah. need to say today. Um, yeah, no, I I think I think it's it's we we make this argument on Monero all the time that. Uh-huh. It feels like Bitcoin has been co-opted for those reasons and other reasons. Uh, and then the fact that it's transparent yeah. makes it even more co-optable by state agencies and those working with state agencies like chain analysis companies. Yeah. Overall, the entire system seems to be susceptible to control to the point where, like you said, at the end of the day, is it really this decentralized peer-to-peer system, digital cash system? Is it, be, is it effectively returning into a you know a traditional bank yeah it, it, i mean it right now it shows that it's it's not it's it's obvious it's not at this point you know they wanted to introduce that and to be like that but it but it's not at this point so are there other crypto are there Monero, perhaps? Are there other cryptos that you think give us give us hope? So it sounds like have you lost hope in Bitcoin because of these reasons, or I want to make sure I'm not misunderstanding your. I I, do, I don't have any Bitcoin anymore since the event that I said the Brian Armstrong reach out is like, hey, we're gonna work with the Texas governor, no, not the governor, the Texas attorney or whatever it was, uh, and and then I sold all my Bitcoin. Um, and what got uh, you into Bitcoin in the first place? What it brought me, yeah, back to 2013. I find that it's pretty cool, so you know, it's like I bought all Bitcoin. Um, so but I sold it at 50,000, it was good, it was good. I sold all of it on 50,000. And so, do you think there's something that's going to replace what Bitcoin was meant to be? This digital cash do you think that's what bitcoin was meant to be do you agree with that like bitcoin was meant to be untraceable digital cash or no no government will support anything is untraceable that's i can tell you that okay Mm -hmm. the only government they want something untraceable is the governments like iran government like turkmenistan government you know the governments who are um tagged as a dictatorship no, mm, that's 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 why they uh, would love to have something. So, I don't know if you heard about the FATF. FATF is 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 the 
uh, if you Google it, it will show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know the FATF, the FAFSA. Yes. Iran is trying to ban FATF, so the money laundering mm -hmm. uh, country, and right, yeah, Iran yeah. is the biggest. Fourteen to fifteen percent. At some point, fourteen to fifteen percent of the Bitcoin network were running on Iran's network. <laughs> that's crazy. And, um, um, but do you, th you think that's bad? I mean, you think that's what? So what does that mean then? That means it's bad for Bitcoin or like you just that I mean, it's, it's like bad that? for everything is like you have a country who is sponsoring terrorism, you're killing people, putting people into jail for the beliefs and no, nobody talk about it right now. It's, it's just it's just crazy. Is yeah, but it could also help people there, right? Like people can coordinate and like raise raise funds anonymously. You could theoretically send money, you send Bitcoin to somebody who's fighting the resistance over there. Or more ideally, I think you'd want to send something that actually is untraceable to protect them. So it could be used for good and bad, right? Like the regimes might be using it for evil, but the people could also use it for, for positive things, no? To fight tyranny. I don't think people are able to fight with tyranny with without guns. <laughs> you know, no, without, I mean, you're not in Texas. Guns, you know, like, guns, but you also need to be able to raise money and coordinate, right? I think more is about guns. You know, it's uh, like you can buy a heavy machine gun in Texas right now at at the street across the street right here, um, and. That might you cannot do that in you if you have even one bullet, you will go to jail for six months, three to six months in Iran, just having a bullet. Yeah, in your, yeah, home, yeah. In your home, not outside, in your home. Like, so wait, I, I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm getting a little lost then in what your actual take is on like like I said, are you a are you a would you consider yourself a crypto anarchist or a cypherpunk? Do you believe in this vision of a tool like a cryptocurrency that can't be controlled by any state government government and that can be used by people or any entity to send value peer-to-peer -peer without censorship or surveillance is that i i love i love the idea i okay. love the idea okay the, we're, we're not talking about that but we're talking about this network currently supposed to be something independent but it's controlling on the hand of the dictatorship Okay, so you're saying that's just that's evidence of the fact that it is being controlled and it's being, it's being influenced by the exact people we wouldn't want to be able to influence, which is a, a, you know, a tyrannical correct. state government. Yes, yeah. that's correct. You okay. wanted to have something that is not controlled, managed, or used by these bad guys. You wanted to have something independent, but at the real world, we don't have that right now. Okay. But doesn't doesn't bit like uh, you're sure maybe Iran is using Bitcoin right now, but actually doesn't its traceability make it potentially bad for those purposes? It just hasn't caught up with it yet. Like they're just they're using the wrong tool currently. I think I think there are a lot of gray areas that I cannot go because I'm a U.S. citizen right now um, and I under oath to fight for U.S. Um so I cannot really share on the public. <laughs> okay. Their host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you know? But but, but 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 to to be honest, 
Um, I don't know what people doing in uh, New York mm. uh, or I don't know what this agency has three letters, what they doing. Because we just send as a U.S., we just send seven billion dollars to Iran for five hostage hostages. And it's just a big question, like why are we sending all this money to these governments that we know that they're going to use to killing more people? Mm. That's a big question. Like we had five people, American there. We have five Amer uh, Iranian who is jailed here in U.S. We exchanged them. We also gave them seven billion. Like, how come this is a good deal? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't even want to get. Is into it that a good problem. deal? Like, if I if I want to exchange money with you, like if I give you. 5,000 euros and you gave me $5,000 and at the top of it, you gave me 7 billion. Is that, is that logical? Yeah, no, it's not, it's not logical. It's not logical. You know, the US government does a something lot of is, something is wrong. Something is wrong there. I don't know who get benefit of it, but it's not me and you and taxpayers. So what is it that Iran is using Bitcoin for, though? You're saying they're either using it to, to skate sanctions, essentially, right? Yeah, it's yeah. I, the, the, the never life was easier to be an Iranian citizen right now. Like, search on YouTube, Great Mall of Iran. Do you see this country is sanctions? They made something bigger than Dubai Mall, bigger than any mall that you see in U.S. I'm asking everybody, please. Search Google search or on YouTube, go to YouTube, search Iran Mall, Iran Great Mall. You see what is what is there? Like they built this thing. And it's all from the money from is do, this country is under sanctions. Do you see these countries under sanctions? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They get, they get Compared that with the North Korea, like why North Korea doesn't do right. that, you know? So. Okay. But like I said, I mean, you know, Bitcoin's going to like the fact that it potentially is being used to skirt sanctions shows that it's working as a censorship resistant technology. So, I mean, that, that would be yeah, the way it, I look at that. It's, and if it, anything, I feel like it doesn't work well for those purposes because it is traceable. I mean, they, like you said, the blacklisting Bitcoin addresses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and even like the agencies, they can get into it. I, I recently released a paper that I show that demonstrated a bug that that if um, any any state agency or any hacker they can get uh, get into your network through the vulnerability that is in the network uh, Bitco Bitcoin Bitcoin uh, uh, app on Windows and they can change the addresses. So when you send money to like when I'm trying to send the money to Douglas, it will go to FBI office. <laughs> it's just crazy. And I and I show it, there's a video of it on, on my YouTube channel. And it's is this vulnerability confirmed by the US certs, by the way. It's not something I made it up. And it took them a couple weeks, I think, to test. And they finally confirmed that this vulnerability exists. I released the source code, by the way. So, so it has, has it been fixed? It hasn't been patched or whatever? I, I don't know if it has been patched. I don't think they can patch it. I, I don't I don't believe this is patchable. Really? So it's... Yeah. No. 
Okay. Because, because like, let's say the 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 Bitcoin wallets. So the difference between Monero and the Bitcoin is like the when you send everything about Bitcoin is the public addresses are every everyone can see it. Okay. So when you send money, when you send the money as a reward, like when you transfer the money as a reward, when the money goes to the account of from A to B, they're all using a public addresses and public addresses are available in entire network. You can see from A to B where the money goes. Okay. And when you transfer it, it goes from your uh, computer towards the network. Okay. And if someone come in here and intercept it and change it from IP of Douglas to IP of Nima. So the money co goes to IP of Nima, uh, to uh, be a wallet of Nima instead of Douglas. And that's a big problem. Like how you want to fix it. They have to return, re rewrite the whole network from uh, beginning. So how do you see things playing out? So you sold your Bitcoin at, at 50K. Very, very nice. Cheers to you. Yeah. Uh, but do you see, is it just still going to be number go up? Because this scenario that you're talking about, you know, the way it's currently playing out is, like you said, the Black Rocks of the world. All these guys are getting involved. Yeah. They're 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 making Bitcoin more fiat like, but mm -hmm. the price keeps going up because it's you know more money is pouring into it. They feel like they could safely put their money into it because they're putting it into a system that isn't going to fundamentally disrupt the state or the current banking system because they'll be able to effectively control it. So. Do you think the price will continue to go up or it's going to sh eventually show that Bitcoin is flawed in some way where it, it can't I, I, don't, exist? I don't believe Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin has its own, has, has reached out its own potential value. I don't believe it's Bitcoin going up and I don't see the, the big companies are going to invest hundreds or 200 billion dollars on Bitcoin to if it go up, it definitely will happen that way. People are people are sick and tired of Bitcoin. A lot of people lost on Bitcoin. Remember all those days that Bitcoin it was on sixty five and it said this is gonna go five hundred thousand. <laughs> and people who is buy, I had a lot of friends who buy it at sixty five thousand. Yeah. Don't, dude. <laughs> I bought it at four hundred dollars. Don't. They bought your Bitcoin. Yeah, 200, 250. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred fifty and then four hundred and then seven hundred. I was I was there back in those days. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, dude, sixty-five thousand. And now he's still waiting. Do you love coffee and Monero as much as we do? Consider making gratuitous.org your daily cup. Pay with Monero for premium fresh beans. And if you like what you taste, send a digital cash tip directly to the Guatemalan farmers that made it possible. Proceeds help us grow this channel, Gratuitous, and Monero. I, I played that scenario. It seems like it's a number go up. You have BlackRock coming into it. You have these big companies. It's not becoming the tool that I want it to be. Yeah. That's why I moved to Monero. I'm, uh, you know, 
Right, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a fundamentalist. I'm a liberty guy, right? That's what I'm in it for, right? I'm in it yeah. for the liberty. Uh, but if you're in it for storing value in terms of fiat, mm-hmm. maybe it does just become this useless thing that can't really do anything else, yeah, other than prove that you own some digits in digits. a ledger. Yeah. yeah. But do you think it play, continues to play out that way? Like, what causes it to? You know, no longer be usable as as digital gold. Like, why would it lose its gold? I don't believe the the democratic people from a democratic countries Mm. like USA who pay taxpayers like thirty, forty five percent of their money go to taxes. I don't think people gonna buy Bitcoin and just leave it there. I mean, you know better than everybody, like how the situation is. People in the United States are paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. you know. It, right. And also Bitcoin will now become this tool where the state yeah. can more perfectly tax people, right? Because it, yeah. it knows how much people have and when they're tra- transacting. It's, 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 it's bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I ever is going to like, you have to pay taxes on that and like, no. But you can save cash. You can save your cash in your home, keep it, and don't pay tax on, right? Uh, you I can have cash. <laughs> I, know, I know, like, you can have $100,000 cash tax-free on your... You can buy a gold to keep it tax-free. You know, you can buy... I'm not yeah, doing that, but I'm just saying if I, yeah, was, yeah. if I was a criminal, cash is the king. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be a king. <laughs> which do you think any crypto is capable of being digital cash no i don't i don't not oh. I, I, wow. don't, I don't i don't think i don't think again the three g agencies will take care of it <laughs> no matter what the crypto is whether they you know traceable untraceable because yeah. nothing i guess you don't think anything truly is untraceable i assume yeah, yeah. well i can share with you how this company did crack the Monroe. Okay. Oh, this uh, Cypher Trace, I'm assuming. You're... Uh, is it Cypher Trace? Uh, no, Chain Analysis. Oh, Chain Analysis. They, uh, well, did they? I, I, I think you're assuming to the IRS bounty that was put out? Mm, before that, even they, they were working with the IRS. Okay. Yeah. They did this into back there in 2017. For um, uh, Bitcoin first, mm-hmm. and I have actually have a paper. Should I? Uh, you can share with the viewers later, and where to go and see the paper. I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't if you want to share your screen right now? Uh, no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I can't hack you. You can maybe hack me. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> but the thing no. is, uh, you have stuff I, on your well. I, well, these informations are public, you know, it's, it's publicly available. Yes. By the way, the name of the guy who blocked me on LinkedIn, he was HD Moore. He was CEO of Metasploit Rapid7. He sold yeah. it. He, he was I mean, friend. based on all, all my research, right? Like, well, number one, we don't really know what these companies are, are capable of. I don't know if you've seen the interviews, um, where uh, Cypher Trace was interviewed because they were claiming they can trace Monero and it turned out they can only do it 
you know, probabilistically, it's not deterministic. And then there is an understanding that there is a weakness, which is the Eve Alice Eve attack in Monero. And maybe that's, you know, if anything, if it's being exploited in any way, it's potentially that way. Okay. Where if they have information about you, you know, if you're KYC on an exchange, yeah. they know who you are. And then they also then know who you are uh, when you then go use your Monero somewhere else. Uh-huh. They might be able to, you know, eliminate some of the um, essentially decoys, which which only which doesn't you know it doesn't unravel confidential transactions. It doesn't unravel stealth addresses, but it may make it potentially easier in a probabilistic way to determine who the true. Uh, sender is i'm assuming that's what you're referring to uh so it's it's this is more i, I believe it's more complicated than what you think yeah. is but uh, i will happily share with you and yeah send it over the first step uh, what how so there is this company called chain analysis mm-hmm. they signed the contract with um uh, uh, IRS back to yeah. 2015, July 5th, 2015. I'm reading from the article. You can share it with mm-hmm. the viewers later. On page uh, 24, uh, the company sent a, a proposal and it says Chain Analysis Inc. Chain Analysis Inc. is a sole manufacturer, the product called reactor and there is no reseller so there's only companies that and it says reactors provide through a web application that communicate to our servers where the data analysis data analysis research and uh annotations are stored the user is able to start their investigation using uh, a breach of data sources from known bitcoin services and transaction hashes and Bitcoin addresses and arbitrary amounts of text. So once the investigator has started the investigation, all the calculation above uh, how different entities in the Bitcoin network are all calculated in the real time and data is kept live. So basically what it says that they get all this massive information from the network and import into the, this device and they basically able to track who is who and what is what? Yes. By the way, for see, Bitcoin, that's for, what the, the and for Lightning, Lightning Network yeah. they talked about. So uh, I haven't seen them say they they have a tool for tracing Monero. Not saying maybe they, maybe they do. They are there, offering there something a, that hasn't been there, public. Douglas, there is a reason because that is classified because they did that to hunt down some drug drug uh, related cases. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't talk about it on public because it's a top secret. Potentially, if they, share, if they share it, it's top secret. You know, they cannot share. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, That's why they didn't. Send, send me the article. I, I will love this. I, love this, to look I already sent it to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to open it now. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not clicking your links, bro. You just told me you could, you could, you know, get it to. Of course I can. Of course I can. (laughs) What are you, what are you expecting from me? You probably work for these guys. You're probably the one who created the Monero traceability tool. I'm from Iran. No one will trust me. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
So based on so this is this is by the way this is this is the information is public. I'm not sharing anything findings okay. uh, on that. This is a public. This is what uh, IRS said that there was a contract with the analysis. Yes, I and they had they wrote down a, such a device. So okay. and then the other thing is they paid one point two million. 1.25 million to Chainalysis for cracking down the Monroe, and and you wanted to know how they did that, okay? This is this is crazy. Um, like I said, I've seen where they said they uh, have traced Lightning Network. It hasn't, but let's assume you're right, all right? Whatever. Then they received okay. the 1.5 uh, mil. I, uh, they now trace Monero. This is, Kind of used to the community. I mean, the, the community. If anybody would have figured it out, I think it would have been the Monero people themselves. But hey, I don't but, know. Maybe, maybe they're so they they made an arrest. Okay, they made an arrest, mm -hmm. meaning they were able to track down. And I and I and I. Yeah, but we we don't know we don't know how you know what, what information they were using for those arrests. I mean, maybe the guy bought bitcoin on an exchange and then like exchanged it into minutes like i'm saying yeah. like we don't you're That's saying what? it's from they, they've completely unraveled monero and completely traced they monero did. they yes. did and that's that's exactly why i'm here i'm trying okay. to explain to how they did it okay okay tell me tell me in then. 2015 there is a there is a technology called dpi ssl i shared a link with you please share it with the audience as well they can read Okay. Uh, the company that I used to work for, the uh, write down a, a, a patent, and basically, you know, we were making UTMs, and then when the package is coming from A to B, this UTM is like a firewall. Is with this technology called DPI SSL is using a technique is like a man in middle attack. Okay, so basically, if a SSL network. Uh, send, uh, there is a connection is made based on SSL that, uh, and this technology is able to get into it. It's pretend that is your web browser and then they can read whatever it's going from A to B. Okay. This is already patented. The information is public. You can uh, I'll already share with you the, the link and you can share with the audience. Okay. And. How is that traced to Monero? You're saying they've done something. So the Monero using Tor network. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they use also CA routes, the Tors. And do you remember like 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago, the Digi Notar got, got breached? The CA route authority from Deutschland, from uh, uh, Holland, Netherlands, yeah. from really Netherlands, really. they got breached. Okay. Uh, and it, it turns out, the the CA root keys that been developed has been reached and later uh, Bruce Schneier, uh, the cybersecurity expert, he said, oh, after the Snowden released all this information, it seems like the hacked that they said on Digi Notary was on, on their job, you know, based on the documents that Snowden released. And, um, and that's exactly how this thing works. So they, this is how the chain analysis company can do that. By the way, this is a private company. And I, I would, I'm talking from the perspective of taxpayers. Uh, this is how they do. They come and get a CA authority, the CA certification, buy from this big 
big companies like my company or other companies that they have, they give them this such a technology. Okay, they're gonna work with AT&T, Verizon, all these big network. They put their devices there. When the information comes, if they find out there is information going to Monero network, you know, the not to note Monero network, they will open it, they see what is inside of it. They, they take that, they save the information in their massive data centers, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's how they able to trace Monroe. Monero. Monero. <laughs> I love the way you said Monero. That's how they able to trace. So they have this technology called DPI SSL, which is already patented. It's already public. They use that this technology to get into the uh, SSL and they they analyze this massive information, like in the big scale, so they can see who is communicating. And based on the IP, they can find out where it's located. That's how the, the, this company designed well, it too. Okay. Well, number one, they're not breaking confidential transactions by doing that, right? I mean, how is that? No, it's, it's legal. Like, they could see the amounts that people are sending to each other? They can track down and then see the amounts that where it goes and where it comes from. Yeah. I'm just not clear on how that's being done by way of... Because, because Monero, Monero using... Monero using what? Tor network, okay? Do you want to find out where these people are. That's that's the biggest thing about the Monero's privacy. The Monero privacy... Okay, finding out where the nodes are, I can yeah, see that potentially. The that's that's, the, that's I mean, the most important one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that always was the important There's one. also... Are you familiar with Dandelion++, plus plus, the technology that Monero uses? So you can't tell where the, the transaction propagated from? Um, I think that was part of the second update or third update of the, the yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's been updated in a few yeah. times. <laughs> but uh, but um, that's exactly how they, they can track down. And that was the most important one. It was like warn to track down who is who, okay? If they're able to get into the network of Tor, which is now we know based on uh, the document has been released, it was a real thing. Um then it's easy to track. Is easy to track. I think what you and I'm not saying. Just correct me if I'm wrong. I think what you're saying is, if anything, they have the tech based on what you've what you've seen out there to know who is using Monero and when they're sending a transaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's that's, cool. that's what they're capable of to doing. Right. It. Okay. And that's an important one. That's exactly what they want. Like they wanted to track down. Because it was using because the Monero using Tor, and that was make, makes a problem with them. Mm-hmm. So what they did is basically uh, reach out to the big corporations, Comcast, AT and T. They're gonna share this information with them, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And if you see the contract, you see the contract is it's it's alive on on the IRS website. Exactly what it says. They said they worked for eight months. Mm-hmm. Like why you wanted to work for eight months to gather the information when the when you download the Bitcoin file is 400 gigabytes. Like you already have the whole network. Like what we're trying to find. you Because they basically data collecting, you know. They reach out to these all these ISPs. Like how many big 
uh, network and big ISPs are available in New York and Texas. They're not all, yeah, all yeah. of them are just one or two companies. You know? Yeah, no, I, I don't doubt. All, obviously, Snowden told us, right? I mean, all our internet traffic is being is, yeah, is held and stored forever. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's more safer to not using Tor <laughs> than using yeah. Tor because but, now if your data is going is Right. It's, but that doesn't necessarily mean the protocol Monero is traceable, right? Like they could see that you're using it. Maybe they could even know that you sent a trend, assuming that this is all happening, but they don't know, you know, what address is sending to what other address because of stealth addresses. They don't know what amount is being sent. They don't know, you know, those things they don't know. But hey, uh, let's, or, or, you know, this is all, this is all, uh, you know, conjecture right now right but seven, no, seven, 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 this, this is real like you know when i actually got under attack with the man middle attack when i was in iran when Digi mm. Notor happened yeah no i don't doubt they, they hacked the hack to email my email address but the thing is i always delete the email addresses so i don't keep anything yeah i mean the thing is too right like i don't think anybody in, in monero would say monero is resistant to a pinpointed attack where they're going after individuals it's yeah. it's, it's more so can they can they mass surveil it and see all the transactions and know who's sending what to who, what amounts and who sent, you know, that that's also a whole nother story than a pinpointed yeah. uh, attack. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, so that, that, that's true. So which, which cryptos are your favorite? Are you, are you into, are you um, not into any cryptos now that you sold your Bitcoin? Or are there, are there other projects that you're into? Is Monero yeah, one of them? Right. Right. Right now, cash is king. Cash is king. <laughs> from, from a technology standpoint, are you interested? Like, which ones do you think have potential to serve a, a use case? Um, I don't think right now there is one. Again, no. I can make one, <laughs> but then I won't probably age. <laughs> you won't. You won't. I won't probably age a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if it's not trace, if it really is not traceable, which is again, I, I can take with with my background in cryptocurrency, with my background in uh, networking, with my background in password cracking or making uh, technology for Dell, and I probably have enough skill to make one. Uh, and uh, and my my job was Dell was actually uh, cracking. Uh, credit cards. I, I designed a I designed a credit card uh, uh, e e e M e M V cracker. Hmm. So uh, to test how this technology works, like I have enough skill to make it, but it's just like hey, you have to deal with these agencies with three letters. <laughs> uh, so, so if you were to design a crypto, what what type like? I, I do. definitely could make something that is untrackable and using its own encryption that you cannot find in any RFC. <laughs> it's like it would be easy to make. So why don't you make? But you, you don't want to make it because you don't want to be the guy who I makes it. Oh yeah, I don't want. Like I have a company. I'm I'm happy with my life right now. It, that's that's the whole another story. It's like, hey, you wanted to have a problem with someone, or you just don't have a problem. Why not? Uh, why not contribute to an existing project like Monero, and then use your, you know, so you're you're not implicated as being the guy. You're just offering advice, like, hey, you know, maybe do change this up, change that up. Is that yeah, I mean, if they, if they pay me good, I will I will get that. 
you would get yeah if you put CC, like a, a funding request if you can show like a you know a real like flaw right with analysis um, yeah i think yeah without a doubt people would uh would line up to pay for that if you're if you were improving monero for sure 100 yeah. percent. have you have you committed to any other crypto um contributed to any other crypto projects in any way no i'm busy with my company and my life right now is i just really yeah. don't have time to do stuff um even like when i was cracking uh try to crack the bitcoin it took me mm-hmm. so much time um trying to, to figure out who uh how, how who to hack how, how to hack bitcoin addresses like oh, to redirect, to redirect the, the cve that i released mm. um i can i can share the cv with your audience too it's, yes send me everything we'll, we'll give them a link yeah. these are all links that people can navigate yeah. to okay yeah, yeah it's it's already on my website and okay. the, blog, the blog too let yeah. me ask you so w- would you be able to do the same analysis you did on bitcoin to monero to try to determine who you know uh nicholas van saberhagen is is that can, uh is that I something can, you would i can would i okay. tried yesterday for the last time did you? i did and um, you can get into the Monero's memory and see what's up. Um, but I didn't have the time to, that if I can change the addresses, just like the way that I did with Bitcoin. But- no, no, no. I mean, this, I mean that, this is interesting what you're talking about now. But this method that you used in Bitcoin to reveal who Satoshi Nakamoto was, where you uh, looked at the fingerprint of the first uh-huh. implementation to determine the computer that was used uh-huh. to create it. Uh, have you ever considered doing that to like something like Monero to figure or BitMonero to figure out who created the first implementation? Not saying uh-huh. that I necessarily you know, want you to go down that road. Mm-hmm. No, I have I have not, but it's not obvious who did Monero. Uh, what was the name of the guy? Is that Nicholas no. Van Saberhagen is the guy who wrote the crypto uh-huh. note white paper. Uh-huh, but no one knows about him. Uh there are there's this guy Andre from Xano Project, and uh-huh. we've had him at Monerotopia and we've we've interviewed him a number of times. He's the one who uh he's claiming wrote and nobody i think really contesting at this point wrote the first implementation of crypto note like he oh you know, so there was the white paper and he then programmed the first implementation of it and then i think he you know claims that you know nicholas van saberhagen is is out there and he exists but no we, we don't know as far as i know nobody knows okay yeah. No, I, I, I honestly, I would, I personally would want to keep it that way. So, like, yeah. I do see that in Bitcoin, like, because it just adds security, right? Like, why would you want to, um, start re- just like you're wearing glasses what? right now, what? just like you like, you know, you like maintaining that might not even be your real name for all I know, right? Like, there's there's security and privacy, and uh, we would we should want to secure the the developers working on it, right? Yeah, I mean, yes, and but the thing is. What if the Monero is is just uh, another honeypot? You know what's a honeypot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know, that that agencies with three words already did a lot of honeypots. <laughs> this Monero Topia is a honeypot. I get everybody to come on, come on to Monero Topia. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's good. Like, oh, I don't have any problem with agency with three words. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, same here. Same here. No, leave me alone. Um, but yeah, Monero could be a honeypot. All, but, but the point is, it's open source, right? So somebody it's like you yeah. would I, would be able to figure out potentially if it is, or uh, the, uh, yeah. thousands of other people looking at it would, uh-huh. in yeah. theory, right? If it's a honeypot, would hopefully be able to figure it out unless it was done so well that it's uh, deceiving all of us. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just how the... I mean, like, what, the thing is, I think um, these agencies who getting paid for from our money they have to protect us from the bad guys okay that's i will give them right to find a bad guy but but you see like all these people dying in united states over 100,000 people died from overdose like the first thing is you come in your mind like what the fuck you're doing <laughs> it's like a hundred thousand people died this year, you know, it's a big number. So we're talking about possibly over uh, a million people invo- involved in drug issues in the United States. Hmm. Uh, You're saying that it's it's these three letter agencies that are uh, they're just allowing their eyes, I guess. Yeah. It's what like, do you think what that's what you doing? Think what, what do you think it's all about? Like, what's what's the game plan there? What do, what do you think's going on with that? Like, no, like my question is like, what they're doing? Like, if if they're you want to arrest them, just go arrest them. You know, it's like right. why you're not solving the problem? That's that's the thing. Like, you're getting paid by American people to serve them, and you don't serve them. And I was like, hundred thousand people just lose their lives. Like, what the fuck you're doing? You think it's some conspiracy there that there are? Yeah, I'm not. I'm an engineer. Like it's it's okay. uh, it's all numbers. Like like you getting paid to protect American people. The government's not doing their job, is what you're saying. Like they're not doing their job. It's like yeah. do your job. Like this is supposed to be like there's a bad guy. You have to put it in the jail. You know. Like you know, I ran away from California. It wasn't safe. Because the government of California was not doing its own job, shut down my company, and moved mm. my company to Texas. Like what the yeah, fuck? Cal- is a, a shithole, man. I, it's a shithole. Like San Francisco, San Jose become like become become a shithole. Like is yeah. it cars? Like people don't even lock their car doors anymore because they don't want their windows to get broken. Yeah, like, it's just take whatever you want. It's just crazy. Like I'm so happy that I moved to Texas. And yeah. I'm a fucking immigrant. Like I moved from another country, I ran away from country, come to to California, and it was it was really good until 2015, 16, and it's just become crazy. You f- you found the real America, man. That, that you know they. I just, find the real America. These American values. I, there. You know, like past two and a half years, I never stopped by a police officer. Beautiful. Never, not a single time. Yeah. Why should you be? You're not doing anything, right? And I don't know. Ask ask those guys it's who proven guilty. It's until ask, proven guilty. Ask those guys who gave me ticket driving 30 miles in 25 miles zone. <laughs> Four hundred and forty dollars <laughs> tickets. I got eleven of them. <laughs> oh shit! I got eleven tickets. I'm not joking. Yeah, it's, it's, this is crazy. Power. Like you have to find out what the fuck is going on. Like you, 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 you 
stop someone who's driving 30 miles in 25 miles zone. You give them ticket for $500. You pull, pull out the gun on somebody. And what is this? Like, I didn't this, happened, this happened to you where? This happened to you in California? Back in California, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Multiple okay. times. Multiple times the, yeah. when they stopped me, I don't know, it's because I Nima by Gary. <laughs> but um, um, two times they draw a gun on me for the traffic tickets. Dude, we, we need you to come down to a Monero-topia conference. You, you would be a good fit. You, you, I think you'd enjoy yourself among the Monero Monero crowd. It would be great to yeah, have you. Yeah. Consider, it. Consider it. I'll reach out to you when we're doing the next one. Maybe we, maybe we could uh, coerce you to join I us. Probably won't be able because I'm really busy with my life. Okay. But <laughs> I, I, I follow your progress. I, I, I watch your videos. You know. awesome. Again, I've, I've, I've heard about you in 2020 because I think you were running from rip Republican, if I'm yeah, 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 I, I did. I ran as a Republican. Yeah. What do you? Let me ask you that. So, because we're talking about liberty and Texas mm-hmm. is, you know, more aligned with the true values of what a, a free and open society is supposed to be. You know, protecting our liberties, right? Bill of Rights. Do you do you think something like Monero aligns with the values of America, with the values of the Constitution as intended? Yes, it is. So do you think, I mean, you obviously, you know, crystal ball, you don't really know. Uh, but what's your, do you think America will potentially, because of that, adopt or allow something like Monero to flourish because ultimately it aligns with our values or the state won't, won't allow it, even though theoretically they, they should, given what they're supposed to stand for in the Constitution? You know, I moved from uh, a dictatorship, dictatorship, dictatorship country to a country that is cheering liberty. Uh, after being here for uh, almost 11, 12 years now, I feel that America is becoming a dictatorship Shit. by companies, not the government, by right. companies. The companies are controlling government. Larry Fink is a president of United States. Joe Biden is not president of the United States. Larry Fink is. Larry Fink um, managed, assess. Uh, I mean, fa- fascists, right? Contro- controlled by the corporations. Yeah. And, corporations, yeah, yeah corporations. Uh, so my biggest concern is if, like, you've been in, you ran away from, you ran uh, uh, with Republican. Mm. What one day? It's, this is this is the only consistency theories that I'm talking. What if one day Donald Trump is become a best friend of Joe Biden, and they they was you will say, oh well, there's this, this guy went together, you know, and the country right now is divided. Mm. But yeah. one thing, one thing, you never heard Donald Trump talk about BlackRock, have you? No, I don't think I never, never talk about it. Trump's got a lot of Trump's got a lot of flaws, man. I mean, he's yeah. he's, he he's keep not, talking about like Joe Biden is bad, like Joe Biden is bad. Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden. have you ever talked about like have he's he's ever talked about BlackRock? He never. I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. No, he never did. I, 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 I I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's tied in with the, with those boys for sure. For sure. Yeah. But I mean, he has his own business. He has a rich dad. 
Yeah. He's wealthy enough to not be a puppet of the freaking like, right. That's the hope, right? That he's independent enough that all right, like if, maybe maybe the guy's an asshole, but maybe, yeah, he maybe he's he's willing to, you know, go up yeah. against the establishment because he yeah. he can. But, but I don't know how but, true that is but though. The, but 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 the reality is we're just fooling ourselves with believing that these companies are will leave us leave Americans alone. They oh, sure, man. Dude, the political parties are all corrupt. I ran as a Republican because strategically I, I you know, was backed by them, right? And I used mm -hmm. that to get my name out there. But my, my ideals and what I stand for, I, you know, I don't stand with the party. I stand for the things that I believe in, you know? Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, the way the system works, you can't make any headway that way. Uh, you know, we have, if you get, we have yet to really see it, right? Nobody as a pure independent makes any headway because the parties just fucking control the whole system and they, they knock you out. It's Coke and Pepsi. And like, they, yeah. you know, they're both it, the same, it, it, they're both it, the same it, exact thing at the end of the day, yeah, two different the teams. They, you know, they have two different strategies for winning and controlling. Right. I mean, exactly. it's, it's the same fucking it's, shit. It's, it's like, they want to give you like, Hey, you have options at the end of the day, both, <laughs> <laughs> both red and blue. They right. control with one. Yeah. One, you want this tyranny or that tyranny? Yeah. Which, which one you want? <laughs> Look, we're giving you two options. You have Pepsi and you have Coca-Cola. What do you want? But at the end of the day, the money goes to my pocket, you know, obviously. <laughs> the same person. The money goes to the same person. But we'll give you too much, too much option. You know. Shit, Neva, th this is great, but uh, it's I, I gotta go. I gotta go eat, man. It's it's been a long day for me. I would love to have you on again, maybe in the future. I know you're a busy guy. Maybe we could uh, talk more about the you know this um, uh, corruptibility of Monero that you're talking about, or potential traceability, and maybe I could bring somebody else on to talk about with you if you want to do that potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be yeah. great. I, I would love to come back in the show and. Um... I really appreciate you as a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> would you would you join the Republican of Texas? Hell yeah! Yeah, I mean, I'm more of a libertarian man. I'm a libertarian. Oh, okay. Uh, you, know? you know, since one thing about the Texas, I, I like to share for for the all audience to know. Since uh, slave, since black people were able to vote in Texas, Texas never turns blue, and that might tell you something. Mm. Yeah, the yeah. black Republicans of Texas, there were black. The, the, the Republican of Texas, there were black people who got the guns, and they were slave before they got the guns. They they put uh, Republicans of Texas. Mm. That's at since 1961, the Texas never turns blue again. <laughs> I, I I love I love Texas, man. I've been years. That, that that might just tell you something. <laughs> That's just crazy. Yeah, New York. Yeah. I live in New York. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're good. You're good. But it's it's the polar opposite of Texas right now. How 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 how's the all the busing going on, huh? <laughs> the oh, motherfucker uh, here is like sending bus. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I see. I see. Like where we are, we're seeing a change. Our environment where we are. We, you know, it's. Yeah. You know, people are. I want to help people. I want people the American way, right? People, immigrants. Is, America's always been. You know, we got the 
Statue of Liberty here, right here, right? It's always been about welcoming the immigrants, right? But I mean, I'm it's myself being, being done in a way where it's irresponsible and mm. it's it's going to hurt them and the the society that's already here because we don't have the infrastructure to to take everybody in, you know. You know, you know that was the know. thing is if things are going south, the things are if there things are going south, we have guns to protect ourselves. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, man. All right, you too. Give give your links. Give uh, where people can find you. Follow you. Put, put yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, say, I'll no, say uh, tell us. You know, oh, your... so you can. Uh, I'm I'm on. Uh, you can search for Satoshi Hunter One Blogspot, and also I have a YouTube link that I already sent it to you. I didn't even know my channel is. Just search Nima by Gary. It will show up. Are you Are you on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? No, I got banned on Twitter. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the, when the, the Elon Musk got into the Twitter, I, I somehow I got banned. I don't know how. <laughs> you got banned after Elon? After, like, after, after the first day. The what? first day. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And I only had like eight tweets. <laughs> oh, wow. No, it was crazy. But anyway, All right, buddy. Thank you. Nice, nice shot. It was great. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. Take care. Hi, Manero Land. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. We release new episodes every week. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Odyssey, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Go to Monero Talked Out Live for a full list of places where you can watch and listen. If you want to interact with us, guests, or other podcast listeners, you can follow us on Twitter. Monero Talk is also made possible from contributions by viewers and listeners like you. And supporting us is easier than ever by typing in MoneroTalk.crypto in your Monero.com or Cake Wallet send address field to send us a tip. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to being back next week.